The views, statements, and comments on the What's Your Opinion show do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Music means Kevin Ormeyer walked into the studio. That's what that means. Trouble. How are you, you know, Rusty? You do have the best walk-up music, I Thank think, you. for uh, our other guest hosts. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to say anybody else is bad, but I don't know. Bruno Mars gets it done. Yes, he does. Yeah. Or the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles is another one, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, where were we? Oh, we just started the show. Okay, yeah, we're we just fine. started. Um, how, what have you been up to? I mean, other than, you know, uh, commissioner losing, stuff. Losing electricity last night. Oh, you did? <clears throat> yep. For probably maybe three hours, That's, three and a half hours. Really? Yeah. I lost it for like 30 seconds. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, I just live a mile west of Burr Oak, and Burr Oak has electric, but they're on NIPSCO, and we're on REMC. I wonder how that happens. I mean, but I know REMC gets their electricity. They buy it from somebody else, correct? Yeah, well, Bash. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know. There I, was a, I think there was a lot of wind damage last night. Really? Yeah, we had over, we had about two and a half inches of rain at our house. <sighs> it poured. I I don't know if it rained that hard in town. Well, you live right? in town now. You yeah. wouldn't notice. Well, I'm <laughs> When you can't see your car in the driveway, you notice if it's raining. It, uh, that's a lot of rain. You know? yeah. And we had two inches the other day, too, yeah. didn't we, Friday? Yeah, I think so. I know that was playing heck with the soccer section out here. I feel so sorry for Michael. Ed. How do you – you can't control the weather. No, you can't. And the field was unplayed. And it's a sectional final. You don't want it to be decided because the field was sloppy. Right. So, so where did they end up going? They stayed there. They used the uh, other field. Oh. Uh, they were even thinking about using the practice field um, just because it was the driest. But um, Haven't they always had trouble with that? They field? have. Uh, they Ever have. since it was built. Yep. They have. It's always been an issue. Yep. It has been, and you know he he texted me on on uh, I think it was Friday, maybe it was Saturday, saying, "Look, it's not playable. We're not going to do it." And I said, "Man, I'm surprised you don't have standing water still. I know yeah. that's been a problem since day one there, but they got it in last night. Okay. Um, yeah, Marion won it five to nothing, but uh, yeah. they did get it in. So 
it's over. It's over with. It's over with. And, and two, the, two and a half inches of rain isn't going to affect anything else. So no. that's the good news. So that's one thing left off your plate then, isn't it? Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything because we've still got uh, Bremen boys, Argus girls, uh, and then we got volleyball sectional starting this week. So oh. nothing off the plate. Nothing off the plate. It's yet. that time of the year. It, and you never will. No, not until middle of June. Wow. It'll be pretty much seven days a week until the middle of June. So, yeah. Lucky you. Lucky me. Lucky me. There are worse ways to make a living than going to ball games, but yeah, it means some late nights. Yes, it does. Uh, very late nights, and then early mornings. So that's. Uh, but I'm old. I'm used to it. And you come here. Yeah. What time do you get here in the morning? Mm, about six thirty. Six thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Just a walk. Well, yeah. That's the fun. That's the good part. Yeah. Just walk down. Wake up a little bit. <laughs> A little bit, a, little a bit. very little bit. Yeah, uh, give that a couple more months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in how I'm going to deal with, you know, six inches of snow and thirty below zero walking in here. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to do it. You can do it. Going to do it. I'm going to do it. The good thing is, by that time, usually, unless it's still coming down really out, the city already has the sidewalks yeah. downtown plowed and ready you have to go. A so, life alert or anything that you can push a button in case you fall? <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Hey, for that. You, Appreciate that. Might that might come in handy for yeah, you. Yeah, might come in handy actually uh yeah i'm getting to the point where my core strength isn't what it used to be i'm i'm uh, prone to slipping yeah uh, actually i'm not in that terrible a shape i can't really run per se anymore but imagine i could if i'd be in chase yeah but i don't want to you just so. have to be as fast as the slowest person <laughs> That doesn't make me feel good, Kevin, because I was always the slowest person from the time I was 16. My father was my baseball coach, and every year he'd get the three slowest guys, and we'd have the turtle races at the end of the season, and I always lost. Always lost. I never, for three years, I never won one of those. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was basically me against two other guys that he chose, and I always lost every single time. So, Bill's character. Build somebody who hates running is what it builds. And the thing is, you can't help it. I mean, you're either fast or you're slow. There's nothing, right. nothing you can do about no, that. No, you can't. No. Nope. Yeah, I, I, I was not uh, noted for my, uh, my speed. Oh, okay. At all. All right. I was a power hitter. I didn't need anyone. Just you didn't hit the need ball. Just the, all I ever had to do was jog. Hit, hit the ball over the fence, and you just jog. <laughs> all I had to do was jog when I was Blair. There you go. Yep, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that's an old story. That never happened either. So, um, enough about that. You guys had a you had Mandy with us already. Mandy, how are you? Oh, I'm sorry, I caught you with no headphones. It was just like, oh, here we go, go. Good morning. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm wonderful, thank you. Um, council meeting yesterday. I wasn't there, so you guys are going to have to help me get through this. What happened and what was going on? So I don't even that's have why, an agenda. That's why. I, that's why I asked her well, to come in. Very today. good. Because um, you said you needed to 
a guest. Yeah. And it's usually a council person. So yes. I knew I was coming in here, so I thought, yeah, you know, if we were on live TV, you could see <laughs> what she has to deal with. But on the other hand, us two, we get to look at her. Well, yeah, that's so, true. So, you know, I... I think she drew the short straw. Yeah, she definitely drew the short straw being in this room. <laughs> yeah, with us. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely had some laughs this morning, though. Well, good. Good. That's kind of the point. She was of... over there, you know, she was over there bopping around in her chair <laughs> to Bruno Mars. I was going to say, that song had, everybody in the room everybody. was grooving. We yeah. were. Yeah. Good thing there wasn't live video, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that at the I, council and commissioners. Meeting. I don't know. I think it would have been good to, uh, for the, everybody to see Kevin Brake dancing in here, spinning on his head. <laughs> the and thing doing is, all is the... we've seen that now, oh, yeah. so we now yeah. know what he's capable exactly. of. Exactly. <laughs> Just don't ask me to stand up and do it. So I'm okay sitting down. Yeah. He may not be able to run, but <laughs> yeah. he can dance. <laughs> Get it done, man. It's all that matters. There you go. Do that. Do that dance thing. You really ought to. You really ought to go on one of those dance shows. You uh, ought to. I don't think so. I think you ought to. Mandy, what do you think? Should he go on? He should. Dancing with the Stars? We should probably hit hit up in ABC, is it? No. We'll send him an audition tape. Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Just trying to think about, you know, maybe... Maybe a career after your career here is over. I'm getting ready to start collecting Social Security in yeah. the next few months. So, all right, all right. <laughs> just 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 trying to help here. Add an Thanks. extra paycheck. Thanks. Appreciate that. Anyway, so uh, what was the hot topic yesterday? What did you What did you deal with? There wasn't a huge huge hot topic. We did budgets. We also they finalized the budget. Yep, yesterday. we finalized budgets yesterday. Um, we talked a little bit about the water sewer district that's going at the end of the meeting. At the end of the meeting, which is always a hot topic, no matter mm, where you go. Yeah, yeah. No, especially if you go up north. Well, let's talk <laughs> about that a little bit. I mean, you know, I, I think people are all head up about that, and and there has been no decisions made about anything it's just all kind of out there yes. yes to my knowledge yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> well to you my guys knowledge, yes too <laughs> and you guys are the ones that are going to have to pay for it correct well i mean the council is going to be the one that appropriates the funds or is that how does that work because i'm not even sure how that works well <clears throat> we have that <clears throat> excuse me you know we have our arp money the mm -hmm. american rescue plan we the county has about $9 million, 8.9, whatever. Um, and we are going to use some of that money to, because that is one of the things that you can use the money for. Right. Is restriction. You know, we're kind of restricted with what we can do with it. Um, so we're going to use some of that money to help pay for the engineering um, to get that off the ground. Which sure. is... If we apply for a grant through the Indiana Finance Authority, that money is reimbursable. So that's what we're going to do. But uh, I think as we are moving forward, I think you're going to see us as commissioners and council, whatever, because they're going to have to appoint somebody to the sewer board too. But I think our efforts are going to be centralized from Lawrence Lake to Lake Latonka. Uh, that decision has not been made. 
I kind of see where that is heading. And with Mandy being in the realty business, I'm sure that the realtors and the homeowners see the benefit of having a sewer system around these lakes. Yes, because we've had quite a few homes lately whose sewer septics have failed. And because of the way the lot sizes are, because when it was originally established, they were cabins and not big homes. Sure. There's not enough room for new septic systems and setbacks. So there have been houses that are doing the pump and haul or that they're now deemed condemnable or not livable, which, sure. which then affects property values. Yeah. And also for a homeowner, if they're needing to sell, that, that drastically changes what that value is if you can't get a septic system put in. I was going to say, I mean, if in your business it drastically increases, well, it drastically decreases the value if you don't have that, the ability to have that septic system, obviously, because as you said, it can be condemned. And pump and haul is very expensive right. for yeah. the average person. Yeah. So um, depending on what that you know equates to for how many people are living in the house, that adds up really quickly. Now, have you figured out, like, well, I mean, I guess it would depend on the situation, where you're at, how much it would cost per per person. I, I imagine that there, if you have infrastructure already kind of in place, it, it cuts it down. Well, and that's why hopefully next year we can appoint this board because we can't get any funding from the state of Indiana or from the Indiana Finance Authority until that board is established. So that's where the whole process starts. But I, I see, you know, we've had several people from Tyner coming into commissioners. Luckily, the, the council hasn't had any yet, but we have. Uh, so I, I probably in the next meeting or a meeting after, we're probably just going to make a decision that when the time comes, that even though we don't have the authority, but we're going to make the recommendation that we go from Lawrence Lake down to Lake Latonka. So focus on the lakes. Then. Focus on the lakes. Which, from some of the community out um, reach from earlier when this was first started, the lakes were very right. willing and acceptable to at least look into it and, yep. and were not shutting it down. I think because they know, too, how drastically that'll change the value of their property around a lake and how beneficial that can be, which we've had, what, Lake of the Woods and Lake Max and a couple other areas and also have went to them. Coons Lake. Coons Lake went to, you know, so. And Pretty Lake. So yeah. they're, now they're way more common around a lake that it, where compared to Tyner, you know, that's not been something that anyone has really been informed about. I right. mean, so I mean, we're doing our best and it, it's, it's still getting information out. And it's also, we're all learning as we go too, because this is a way bigger project than just an individual section. So. Right. I mean, it's a learning curve for all of us, and we've relied on some some good construction people and and designers who are working on that um, and and using some of their guidance. So we don't have final say, like Kevin said, but we can try to steer towards the lakes because that's where an area that it is heavily we're seeing a lot of people not having septic systems. Yeah, the other place, well, I'm, McQueen's Edition is another one I think that they looked at as having you know maybe a little bit of a and. And, thing uh, there and oak crest subdivision down right. south of town yeah but but see both of those are close enough to town that the money wouldn't be horrible no because there's already infrastructure there they could right. tap into Am yeah because right? there's this sewer line that runs out to shady rest right there is a sewer line but that was 
paid for by the county, I believe, back in the day. That was before my time. But um, for some reason, I don't know why McQueen's can't hook into that. But, you know, there's been problems over the years out there. I, I remember a few years ago, we had a lot of rain in the spring, and some of those septics were uh, getting full with rainwater, and they were coming yeah. up out of the ground. And uh, so uh, there, there's a there's some issues out there, but they have some drainage issues out there and too. They have drainage they? in in yeah. a certain part of it, right? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> there's always a wa- water. <laughs> Water's always an issue. <laughs> I love drainage board. Yeah. I really do. I know you did. Um, so uh, you guys are. This is a learning curve for you guys mm-hmm. too. Now I'm assuming that they or the council will will. The money will be there. You'll have to appropriate it, correct? Or it'll have to go through if, the council? Yeah, it'll have to be appropriated by the council. Right. Yep. Okay. So you're going to concentrate on lakes. If we That's, have a say-so. If we have a say-so. <laughs> that, well, we, okay, heard, so who has a say-so then eventually? It'd be the board. Okay, so the board is going to have everything. Right. It won't be the commissioners. It won't be the county council. It'll be those people that we appoint on the board and. I've already had uh, two people from one from Lake Latonka and one from Lawrence Lake that would love to be appointed to the sewer board. Yeah. So I think if we concentrate on that area, I think we'll be much better off and have willing participants. Yeah. Yeah. I I know Tyner wasn't really very willing, were they? No. Well, and and they're just seeing a cost, and I think yeah. too it's too early on to know what that may really be. So as this progresses and as we learn more, that that could change, and their views right. could change. We never know, but we also don't know for sure what you know, like he was saying, cost is yet. So um, that makes it hard to to wrap your brain around as an everyday person. You know, like if they were telling me I was going to have one, well, I would say, well, how much is it going to cost? And if we don't really know that yet, if anyone's saying out any numbers. Those could be those could be wrong, right? You know, and so when you're planning a monthly budget, I, I mean, I get where some people are like, "Well, how will I afford this?" But at the time, we just still don't have an idea of what that will be yet, okay. or could be. Yeah, and uh, any numbers that are getting thrown around, those are just pulled out of the air, pretty much anyway. Pretty much, well, pretty much, yeah. Educated guess kind mm-hmm. of thing, um, and it's always, it's never what they guess, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was gonna say you. You always hear this is going to be that, and that's going to be that, and then it never ends up being what they say it was. It's yep. either higher or lower. Um, all right. Sewer. Uh, what else was on the agenda yesterday? Let's go back to the budget. Talk about that a little bit. Um, that process, I think, I, I really, I've said a hundred times before, if anybody was uh, worried about how money gets spent in Marshall County, they really ought to come to your your guys' budget meetings because literally you treat every penny like it was coming out of your pocket individually. That is true. We do scrutinize as if it was our own personal money because we don't want to do anything with the taxpayers' money that we wouldn't do with our own. So what was the process like? I know you had originally there was a big number and you were able to whittle it down, but a lot of that came in chunks, didn't it? It does come in chunks, and then there's when we get to the end, it is kind of like smaller bits and pieces. Yeah, you start, you know, everyone wants as much as they can ask for, get, and then, you know, as we figure out what our revenues are, 
in the tax base, then we can have to decide how much we have to cut from that budget and where that puts us. So yeah, it starts out a couple months ago in advance. And then as the months go on, we kind of work and go through those numbers, literally line by line. I think the first budget, well, we ended up being two days. So in eight, eight and a half hours, the first day, Um, it's not anything we, any of us take lightly by any means. We literally scrutinize line by line on every page. And there's a 99 or 100 pages on this year yeah. for budget yeah because I, I, i've watched that happen i mean i watched one year when uh, i think it was ralph booker asked to maybe i forget what department it was they had like 20 dollars for bottled water and he's like do you really need bottled water i mean we have and that was a probably that's yeah. probably superior too i don't <laughs> <laughs> And and there are you know there's some that we take a big chunk from you know if health if the health insurance costs are going to be different the commissioners are always great of saying you know we can take out this amount of money which usually is a good sum and then we do we go down to sometimes it's taking out five dollars depending on where we are and figuring out where does that line item really need to be and what have they spent previously it's all spectrums on it yeah now I know that well and for example. Uh, Sheriff Hassel came in. He's got a huge expense. Talk about that a little bit and and what's going on there. Because I think most citizens are going to look at that and say, half a million dollars for some computer stuff? And it's pretty... It's pretty essential. It's the Central Radio Command, if I say that correct. Central Dispatch Dispatch, Consoles. It runs runs everything in regards to the jail, dispatch, um, anything emergency system can be ran through it. So what happens is our system is from like 2010. Yeah. So as you and I eight. all know, 2008. It's so even there, it's been there since the jail was built. So 2008. So you know, in technology years, that's forever ago because every time I blink, I swear technology changes, and you know, you're playing catch up. So the program that it's ran on is no longer. We're able to find help for repairs or parts. They had to they're, go to Fort Wayne. They're still running on XP. Yes. You know, I, I so, remember seeing that, and I thought our computer guy here probably he probably, he probably just he probably just fell out of the chair. When yeah, he heard so, that. so in regards to technology, that we're very outdated. Yeah, and so yes, this is a big expense, but it has been one that they've been working on, and and we've been talking for I would say six months to a year. It's been talked about and trying to figure out what would be the best route to do. So they're gonna they're working on four. So it's just a little it's over five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars um but that would upgrade us into a today technology where we would be able to find parts be able to have service reps who are able to help troubleshoot um because they're not finding that right now so if something breaks we could you know they have a big issue well, I know what Bob would say if you asked him to come in and fix it. Well, first of all, you need to change from XP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that so has to go away. It is, you know, it is a sign of the time that yeah. the technology is just completely outdated. But they did talk about, you know, Sheriff Hassel said, you know, they would do one at a time. So that way not all the service controls were down. So they'd work on one system, get that put in, and as they move through that. And then they, we've also approved for one to be over in the county building for if something was to go down at central dispatch we would have a backup or if there's an emergency so 
it, it helps give us an extra layer of protection if, if there is an emergency through the county that we're not down at our dispatch. Now, did you say how many of those consoles are in, in action? Any, is it just one at a time they use and the others are backup? Or I'm sure no, they, got... they use three to four. So three right. on a normal day and four if it's busy. So they, the, the four that we're replacing will all be used. So three on a normal day. And then when it gets really busy and there's certain times of the year, then all four are used on a basis yes so sometimes they do have an extra one because i'm i'm thinking about redundancy here i mean it's one thing to upgrade the technology but what if one goes down and you have to have another one um now you they did add the one at the um county building that's yeah. probably going to go in clyde's office or where do you think that'll be well yeah yes. would make sense yeah so um, there, that would be an extra backup in case all, you know, something major happened that they all went down out of the jail. Well, and that's the other thing Bob talks about all the time is backup. And I know you guys back up everything already to have that. You never know what's going to happen. We back up the things that we know about. Right. There are some things that we don't know about that doesn't get backed up. And then when they crash, you have issues. <laughs> so. And that's all I'll say about well, that. <laughs> well, and, you know, if you run an XP, there's a good chance it'll crash. Well, yeah. and that's the thing, too. You know, for anyone who knows anything about computers, and I am not by any means an expert, but as the programs are older, it's a lot slower. You have a lot more glitches. So, um, yes, it is a big cost to the county, but it is one that has been talked about for a while. It was just getting the final pricing from the Motorola, con you know, that, that would meet the contract and just getting some final details. So he, it, he has brought it to our attention for the – I would say most of this year that it was in the works so that we could plan for that. And I'm just. And we could have maybe went with a cheaper company, but everything we have out there is Motorola. Yep. So why mix and match a system with another system? And I think most, I think he said yesterday that most of the police and everybody in the county is on Motorola. So you don't want to force people to change a system just because of you want to do something different so um, so we're going to stick with motorola and then it's only one service contract instead of two with two yep. different companies which does right. save us over the time and through the i think john had mentioned through the state of indiana they had awarded motorola the contracts for a lot of the police so this would just keep us in line and keep all of our stuff all together and help be and, simplified and you know how that goes when you have using two different vendors right Oh, yeah. And you got this yeah. vendor. Well, it's not my fault. It's their fault. Right. And the other vendor says, it's yeah. not my fault. It's it's yeah. what you did. So, And yeah. we've seen that with several projects, uh, especially in the heating and cooling of uh, the buildings and stuff when something happens. And so that's why we just try and keep everything under one vendor. Sure. Eliminates well, a lot of headaches. I'm assuming that if you made a change from Motorola 2, that would involve more hardware changes not just in the would, consoles yeah but in radios, radios and, everything, and else. everything else and it, our radios are Motorola. yeah so everything is linked together yeah and just that seems to me to be the way to i mean don't want two different now nah. types of stuff trying yeah. to talk to each other it doesn't make sense um and now these consoles run everything right uh, the jail anything in the jail because i've been in there in that control room yeah. That uh, runs everything. It runs everything. Thought, yeah, been in the back. Uh, in the back? Oh yeah, no, I've been in, in there too. No, inside. The yeah. Cell? Oh, you've been, been in, in the cell. Yeah. Oh, 
Did you get John Van Vacker took me on a tour the very first before they even moved anything over there. He oh, took I us, thought you. I was talking a, a little tour. bit later in yeah. in well, life that maybe you were locked up or something. I I, I was going to say something, <laughs> but I want to keep it to myself for right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I was no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do. I'm I'm going to be nice. I'm okay. Gonna, okay. But yes, they run. <laughs> they they run. <laughs> She's like. You guys shut up. I, I want know. to talk about business. Yeah. No, I just didn't want you to say something you might regret. <laughs> <laughs> I would have regretted it. You know, we, me. then we'd all have knowledge. So. Yeah, yeah, I would have. I would have regretted saying that. But I thank you, both of you, for hey, you're welcome. talking me off the ledge. There. Okay. Um, and, and I've been in that that control room. I mean, literally, it open closes all the doors. Yes. It, it has cameras everywhere. I mean, everything is run from right there yeah. at that console in the jail itself uh and then i'm guessing i didn't know this 911 is hooked up to that too right yeah so it runs all the 911 it's, it's the brains of everything and and yeah. the whole count who there's still somebody who does their own dispatch isn't it one of the the bremen, bremen, does. bremen does bremen does but everybody else is tied into to central yeah. dispatch through the sheriff's office and that's fire and uh, EMS. police and yeah. EMS and everything yeah. gets dispatched from there, um, which is why they have to find some when it goes down. But see, that's the other thing. That, remember all the times it was going down a couple of years ago? This has got to be something that's going to stop that from happening a lot. And Kosciuszko's, usually when it goes down, there's somebody that cut a cable or something someplace. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that and that's happens. why. And that's why Kosciuszko counties are back up. So no, when nine one one goes down, nine the nine one one calls go to Casiasco. Now, do we act like that for somebody else? I mean, somebody. I else think has we to do that down? in return with K County too. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. So everything. When? How long is this going to take? Do you know? They said a couple months. They would be able to start once they go to the commissioners, get the final contract to sign, and he thought they would start doing the beginning parts in the next month or so once that's done and then it'll take a couple of months because they can only do one at a time to finish that out if you can get parts <laughs> that's why he didn't put a complete date on it because you and i well know that nothing is going on a time schedule right now between shortages and working so the goal he said was once the contract is signed they they thought they could start within a month or so and then it would I don't know that it will be done by the end of the year, but at least it would get started. Yeah, I know computer guys are having terrible time getting computers and chips. It's just been... And plus, this is not coming out of general fund. It's coming out of the special lit. Special lit, lit yeah. I was going to ask, how is this going to be paid for? Yeah, special lit. lit. Okay, and what? explain that to me, too. That's a tax that comes out of... It's your an paycheck. addition. It's an addition to yeah. your regular income, it, It's yeah. and it's specifically earmarked for the jail. For the jail and services of the jail and building of the jail and things that pertain to the jail or any correction facility through the county, they can be used for. And it come now is it going to come out in one lump sum or how's that going to work? For the five eighteen, yeah. the total. Yeah. We haven't. I don't know if we have to pay them half up front. He and didn't half when they. Yeah. He never said. He didn't say. Think. He said one, that he had a tentative contract they would present to the commissioners, but he didn't tell us if it, what percentage down it to begin with. He didn't mention that. Okay. But it's in that fund. I'm it's assuming. in the special lit fund, yes. Yeah. Now, that's been talked about for funding a lot of things. Um, <laughs> yes. Roads. I'm, and... I'm, I'm assuming that those talks are still going on, or are, are they not? I mean, I, I, 
I mean, it depends on who you talk to, what can be done with that. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're still dueling lawyers over <laughs> that one. I don't know uh, if there's dueling lawyers. I think it's more of a dueling mindset. Yeah. But I'm assuming that's still going on. That talk is still happening or what, what, what's going on with that as it goes forward? Um, there's still some talk. It was on the agenda yesterday. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had that joint commissioner council sure. meeting. Yeah. Um, I think by the time everything was all said and done that we agreed that we need to keep that 0.25% tax in place, uh, to continue funding the operations of the jail and those items associated with right. the criminal justice system. Uh, well, I know a couple that, of salaries that, come out of that, correct? Oh, that, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot that, that comes out there, of the special lit. probably, what, two, two, three, two and a half million dollars that comes out of that a special year. lit a year to help fund the cost of the jail. And uh, that's not everything that technically could be moved over from the general fund, so that could be even more. more. But at the moment, yes, it's... I know that there was talk that they wanted to move uh, some of the employees that are still being paid on a general fund into that special it to free up more money in the general fund. But I think the discussion from some of the council members at that time is that that special it could not sustain that could not sustain an extra half a million dollars in there. Not so, for every year. Yeah. So, there are some members of both bodies that thinks that instead of continuing with the 0.25, that we should be able to maybe lower it to 0.23. Okay. Two cents. Yeah. Which on a $1,000 a week salary, just for instance, that's about 50 cents you're going to save out here. So, but there's others that, you know, people have been paying this since probably 2004 is when this was implemented, maybe 2005. Uh, that's what we did. It's been when, a while. It, what we did when we first built sure. the correctional facility yeah. because we had to get, issue a bond and, and you had to repay the bond. And we went through all the steps to do that. Uh, so, but I think there are some of us that just think that we should leave it at the 0.25 and not lower it because, as you can see in today's workforce, which is comes out of your paycheck, and when you get less and less people working, which we have right now, uh, you're going to have less and less revenue. And and I've said this a couple times that, you know, we're, we're not out of this situation by no means. I, I think that this could go on for a couple more two, three, four years more of uh, people not, you know, been off for a year and a half. Government's taking me care of me, so why go back to work? Right. So you, you just, um, you can't do some of this just to make yourself as an individual look like you're doing something right. good. Uh, it, it takes both bodies to come together to, uh, facilitate and find a solution. Um, well, anybody looking at anything, the cost of criminal justice 
does it's isn't not, going not, back. It's not very going expensive. Yeah, it's not going backwards. You know, I was watching one of the news channels today as people are going through grocery stores and everywhere. You know, there's nothing on the shelves. So, you know, and we are under bound, I guess, by law that we have to provide three meals a day out there. So, right. you know what's going to happen when we don't have enough food to feed those people out there. Well, Mr. Jim Clevenger. <laughs> it's going to be a lawsuit. There's going to be a lawsuit. Yeah. So, uh, so it, you know, we, we just can't do something to make, like I said, to, to make a couple of people as individuals that are office holders, well, this is what, this is what I got accomplished, that I saved you. Five cents a week, so. Uh, but I, I, I'm, you know, I'm still in favor of leaving where it's at. Whenever that bond is paid off, which could be next August, I believe, or we could wait until the bond goes away. But we got to have something in place before we let before we pay that bond off. Right. Obviously, many of you have had a chance to look at the numbers. I mean, do you agree with that, or what? What's what do you feel about that? Keeping it the same if yeah. we're going to keep it, yeah. Because as we're seeing, the cost of everything has went up, and un unfortunately, it's not showing any signs. I mean, it's really showing signs it's going to go up even more right. between having to pay a higher wage, to cost of food, cost of supplies, cost of electricity. I mean, everything right now is going up. Um, as we've, as Kim has said, you know, we've been working together between council and commissioners and um, trying to come up with a way. And so, yes, we've talked about trying to get some legislation put into place to, to carry on that because um, there is no way that the county can afford to run the jail out of the general fund without that. There's just no well, way. Well, we could, but we'd be, there'd be a lot of offices that would be closed. closed. <laughs> yeah. yeah but... No way that it would be... Um, acceptable by the taxpayers because they're what we have as conveniences would be gone and it, a lot of departments would not be there and i think that is you know we put the tax in place for a reason for the building of the jail we want to keep that tax in place for a reason <clears throat> to keep funding the jail not for well I got this project. Why can't we steal that money from here, and let's put it someplace else? That that won't fly with taxpayers. If you, if we're going to continue, it's got to be in the resolution that that money is going to stay for this sole purpose and nothing else. Well, you you don't have any choice but to run that jail. I mean, no, I know we, don't. we have that, no choice. We have no choice, and it's not a money maker. No. <laughs> so if you want it, well, nobody wants a jail, but you have to have it. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. Uh, I don't know. I'm glad I don't deal with money. I don't even balance my own checkbook. But uh, I'm just the 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 numbers. I don't know. I don't know. I I know that you need to pay people too, uh, simply because I mean everybody's understaffed and you can't afford you got people out there that you can't afford well, i don't want to say you can't afford to lose them but it'd be hard to replace them it's um, hard to replace we can't we've had i think we had two or three openings out the highway and we can't get anybody to apply for the job well you know that's what we had our 
Iway meeting Friday, and that's, you know, we were kind of told Jason that said, you know, you may have to contract your subdivisions out and keep your trucks on the main roads because if we get a bad winter, we right now, yeah. I don't think we, there wouldn't be anybody left in the garage because we'd have to have them all out on the snowplow. And, you know, we have a couple more people that's going to be retiring at some point. And when you're not getting people to apply for a job, it's difficult. And uh, well, so and it's, you know, we contracted our mowing out right. this year for the first time ever, and it worked great. You know, if we would have had to rely on college kids to come back and it it wouldn't have happened because I think they mowed four times. We probably would have got been like to get through it twice. Yeah. So there may be more and more of that in the future. Has there been a problem like at the jail replacing folks? Like when, I mean, I know Les Trump retired uh, just I, recently. I, Is he? I don't think they're immune to it. <laughs> I know they've had some openings and they have – um, cook staff that they haven't been able to yeah, fill. Cook, yeah. um, I think there's a couple they 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 have a rolling like there may be one or two openings a lot throughout the times that they come and let us know that they're still hiring for or haven't filled and what they're doing. So yeah, there are a couple. Well, and that's one you you can't have less people, or it's not only dangerous to citizens; it's dangerous to people who work in there. Who work there? That's right. Yes. Um, it's also dangerous if their consoles aren't updated so they can see what's going on. So uh, that's the um, – but, okay, you mentioned highway. Let's I would just, say that was the next thing we talked about. We had that. Jason come in for the road plan and yeah. an update. So how? what was that? How did, how did that go? He's so far this year we'll, – or for the year, we'll, he says about, about 120 miles of road. Now, some of those are single layers. Some of those are triple layers. So, of course, that changes some of it. But 120 miles. And he gave us a breakdown – which mine's not my truck, but of where they were per um, township. And that so that was good to see the overall. Um, but, yes, 120 miles of roads accomplished this year and finishing up. And that doesn't include repair and stuff like that, does it? Or is that, no, that, that everything? No, that's all uh, chip and seal chip and or, or pug. And this is a plan that, you know, him and the commissioners and everyone have been working on for six years. I mean, this is this is the fruition this, of lots of years of trying to be more efficient, better quality. I mean, this wasn't something that happened overnight. This has been in the process for over six years to get to the amount of miles that we're getting accomplished each year. Well, you about to have to do that. The kind of money that you're going to have to spend for that, you got to look ahead and say, okay, what's and and you prioritize based on what testing and stuff like that, or is that uh. The, it was based on a PASER rating. Okay. When when Community Crossings first came out, you had to do a PASER rating of every road that you have in your county. And we were, uh, with the help of MACOG, we were way ahead of the curveball. Uh, I think we were one of the first counties that uh, got Community Crossings uh, back in the day. But that's what we have used to put Jason's plan together for the last six years of which roads do we need to do uh, and it's based on road condition but it's also based on uh, people traveling those roads sure so and with community crossings you know jason has done a good job of coordinating other roads in that area where they are paving so we're getting more and more of a section of the county done at once instead of the way it used to be done. Sure. Now, you guys on the council. But that's 
goes to Jason and it's, you know, last six years, the county council has done an excellent job of funding the highway. I was just going to say, you guys have funded anything he's We've not turned anything down anything, yeah, to that, my knowledge, at least since I've been on. I mean, if he comes with a plan and an idea of what he's going to need, we've we've always done it, yes. The only time that was turned down by one of the commissioners went in and asked for 600000 and one of the council members, well, what's, what are you going to do with money? Yeah. Well, I just want 600000 Well... You know this council. Yeah. You don't have no, a plan. Yeah. No. They're not going to. That, that was the only. <laughs> that was the time. But that wasn't. We didn't turn down Jason. Anytime Jason has come into come. us with a plan and a budget of what materials, um, we've always supported him. We've done a really good job of supporting him. We we promote what he's doing. So, yeah, other than when a commissioner came in with a blanket of a 600000 with no real direction for it. But when it's come to Jason coming in for the roads, no, the council has always been in support. How do you find the money? I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, I don't know how that works. How do you, how do you find the money when he, some, if you're not expecting through, it? Some of it's through Rainy Day. Yeah. Some of it's through General Fund. Some, it's, some of it's just through the highway budget. Um no, he can move they, line they, items, right? He can move well, certain line yeah, items. Yeah, but he has to get their approval. Right. We have so to, yeah. It, it's a combination of those three funds that they've been able to sustain the highway department. Now, is he presented? Now, he's supposed to put together a plan every year. Has he presented one for next year yet, or is he's that working still on coming? It, he's working on it right now. Okay. Um, and that'll come in. Do you have any and idea when that'll? He'll probably have to. The, I would say probably in December for the to the commissioners maybe maybe after first year but you know in that meeting Friday I'll go back to that you know if he's getting a million dollars I told him he said you know you may just want to figure eighty five percent or eight hundred and fifty thousand because you don't know what the costs are going to do no. and he had to come back and get money yesterday yeah. for fuel fuel. <laughs> Yeah, that was, you know, because when we do projections for budgets, you know, we're the year we're a year ahead, uh, well, you know, six months before the new year we start. So, yeah, with the cost of fuel going up, that changed some of his budgeting. So, yes, he came before us yesterday to ask for some and, and to move some money from community, some that we've used in the community crossings to, to re-put back into his account. And also he's getting ready, I think, to buy some material before the weather changes yeah. for next year because you can you know the cost of it now compared to what it may be next year also is a buying factor yeah i well, gonna, fuel would be kind of essential for that. fuel is yeah. essential yeah. and we all know fuel is expensive <laughs> right now especially when you have 30 trucks on, on the road that burn diesel and you know and the gasoline is because older adult services uh Marshall oh yeah Stark, exactly Humane Society, and then all the offices that have vehicles, like building inspector and uh, weights and measures, they all get their gas out there. So, and they have to reappropriate that money back into his his uh, line item for fuel. So, it's a uh, it's not going to get any easier in the next couple, next couple of years. Probably should point out to older those those folks pay. They pay you for that that gasoline. They're not it's cheaper than buying buying it at the pump. Yeah, because there, I imagine there's probably a dollar or a dollar fifty cents a gallon difference between the pump and what we get it off. Because we're buying eight thousand gallons at a time. Right. So you're getting it off the tanker. Yeah. 
Well, uh, okay, so you talked about employment, uh, that you're having trouble finding folks at the highway. What it, What is that going to do? I mean, in terms of both numbers and, I mean, obviously that's going to cost money. Um, you're going to have to do more with less. I mean, how do you get by without bodies, though? Well, that's why when we talk as a council, when they bring forward roads and when everyone mentions roads, we ask him, well, what do you have the manpower for? Right. Because that affects how many miles of roads we can get done. And that affects cost because if we hire out, it's a different cost than if we do it in-house. So every time that, you know, the the topic of, well, we want more roads done, we have to go to Jason and say, well, what do we have the manpower for at the moment? You know, because if we don't have the manpower for it, we can't commit to something that, may not be able to be done because finding workers right now is harder. Yeah. And, and let's put the cost out there, too. I mean, if he can do it himself as opposed to saying, I mean, you could do it, hired it out to whoever, Reith Riley or, you know, some company, That that's an enormous increase in cost to do that in addition to how expensive it is to yes. begin with. Yes. Right. So it's not always it, cost beneficial, which I know the public doesn't want to hear, well, we can do more miles, but sometimes we have to balance out what is the cost benefit and how many miles can we get done on, on what, you know, he can provide? You know, and Mandy makes a good point there. You know, it's great to sit up there and, well, I want two or three more million dollars for the roads. And if you can't do the work, then, you know, yeah. why? why well, it's there, like there, any, there, any, there's it, more to county government than roads. Well, and it's any, any it, big business. Can, it's yeah. about overhead. If you yeah. can't do the work in-house, you probably and, need to wait until you can I would and, think. you know listen to mandy here you know there's over 100 pages in the budget it's not 100 pages of highway it's everything in here right. so you know we're dealing with a clock tower dealing with the jail uh dealing with consoles and, and so there's more to there's more to this um business than just one thing yeah so he gave a report. What was that? What did he tell you? What was in the report? Well, 120 miles, and he broke down how out of some of his budgets was spent per what material, what line item is paint. Sure. You know, so it gives us a good idea. He's very good about showing us kind of where his money is spent, and then that way we know too next year if he comes to us for something, we have an idea of what he spent before, and then how far did that go, and what we're working with. And and like he said too, you know, it depends on if it's a single pass or a triple pass. If they take a road completely out, so. Even though it's 120 miles, if you were to do those as single passes, he said it equated more to like 150 in essence. But because some of those roads needed more than that, you know, it it shortened those mileage. But we were still getting the miles. I know for me, when I came into county government, I had no idea how expensive it was to do a mile of road. Oh, yeah. I will yeah. just say that. my I was, wow. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, seriously. I, I know. I had no clue you know so um and i and i'm sure others are in the same boat and you know as a normal taxpayer i i had no idea what the cost of a mile of road was and it and it varies depending on what they have to do to that mile. um but yes that to me was probably one of the most eye opening um features or yeah. whatever when i first came into council was how expensive roads are right um, I know we all want roads, believe me, yeah. we all want roads, but I, I did not know how expensive oh, they yeah. were. Yeah. And and what you think, you know, when someone throws out $2 million, well, that may only do three miles of roads right. by the time that, so, I mean, you hear a great dollar amount, but it may not equivalent to, equivalent to something that 
the the county sees as a a big mileage done yeah well and that's i know years ago when i first started covering county government i was like I was like you, two million dollars. Well, why can't they do the whole county for that? And then, and then I found out what it costs. It was man, how can they? Have, especially it, that to was re- back then. Now yeah. look at look at well, today. Yeah, that was 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. So you know, and it it didn't get cheaper. No, um, but you know, especially I can't. I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you can afford having somebody come in and completely rebuild a road. Like we've done in the well, that is we, unbelievable well, what that we, costs. We wouldn't be able to do that without community crossings. Well, yeah, community crossings has been a great we, blessing, and yeah. Jason will say too that's how he's been able to do so many more miles is the community crossings, and he's very good about applying for that. He's very good. I mean, that has been a blessing to this county to get as many roads as we've gotten done. Well, and we've gotten all kinds of. I mean, we've been pretty aggressive. I think every. About. I think there is one year we didn't get community crossings, but I think right. every other usually we've gotten a million dollars, which only cost us two hundred fifty thousand. Right. So, um, so it, it's been good. We've been pretty aggressive we, about finding have, stuff like yeah. that too, right? Yep. Yep. Um, not just that, but other things that other. Uh, well, the, the health department. They, I mean, they keep getting money handed to them from, yes. <laughs> from the state board of health. There. I think they just got a hundred thousand the other couple of weeks ago for vaccines and mm-hmm. testing and stuff. So uh, we've been very fortunate in this county for, I feel, what we've received. Yeah. Well, and it takes time to find all that stuff yeah. too. I mean, you got to work it out. And you know, now you're gonna have you had the. Uh, probably not. I was gonna say did they have the bids for all the materials and, and all that's that not stuff. Till December. That's December. Yeah. Um and I imagine right now salt is high on the list of things he Well we got that to... back in we we go through the state on the state bid and get our salt. We do that every July or first of June is how we get our salt. And that's bid. something you guys have done For recently is is get in on the state bid because I remember yeah. a time when you guys we weren't did. in on that. Yeah. But we have now. We have for several years. On a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even some vehicles, didn't you, at one time? Or there was some kind of a, you were, we were buying getting, something? We and were you... getting police cars through the yeah. state bid down at Vincennes, and that would come in through Oliver Ford. But uh, I know last, I think he's getting, what, three cars next Three, year? yeah. But we haven't seen the bids yet, so. Can I say something? Yeah! I, I have watched this girl for going on three years now on the county council uh, kind of came in uh, a little bit awestruck a uh, little bit <laughs> you found out uh, what roads cost roads cost like, and, and what it costs to run a jail and, uh, why am i here <laughs> a little bit a little bit timid a little bit quiet a little bit shy but i've really uh, she's really come into her, her own this year i, I just sat back and watched her she has really grown into this position she's taken uh, a leadership role you know she's vice president of the county council now and um, but she she has come a long way she asks questions she thinks about things she doesn't make snap decisions Uh, she's very careful and uh, I've just been impressed how she's coming to this position thank you (laughs) You were expecting that no, when you came in. No, not here, at right? all. It, it's been a learning experience. I had someone actually ask me yesterday, 
I said, I've enjoyed, I said, I've learned a ton. I had, like I said, I had no idea about Rose. I had no idea about jail. I really, you know, I have a business degree, so I've studied accounting. I've studied finance. And when you come into government, it's, it's its own ball game. Oh yeah. It is its own ball game. It's a different animal. Um, and so, you know, it takes a little while to understand Mm. the budgeting and where, what budgets can be used for what and how can you transfer and, um, so yeah, this year, I mean, well, about this year, I've really started. It's really coming. It's like, coming together. It's coming together, and so, which has been great too, because um, we do have some amazing people on our council, and you know, and I can go and ask questions, and I do, and I'll reach out to commissioners, and then you know, yesterday I was walking in with Jason, I said, hey, can you re-explain this to me because I can't remember which ones are come out of the restricted or you know, and that way, it it. It makes sense, and it's all clicking. So this budget, I was like, man, I, I kind of understand, yeah, you yeah. know, which which is really exciting yeah. because it's a lot. It, yeah. it is a lot more than you think. Um, I had I had no idea, but yes, the cost of roads and the cost of running a jail are definitely something that was eye opening. And neither one of them bring it. You know, that's the thing. And I know we talked twenty years ago about the fact that you know you. And you can't run government like a business. No, it, no, you it can't. can't be done because in a business we, we don't produce anything. And, and, but in a business, <laughs> if you're not making money on widgets, you stop making widgets and you make something else. Or and, you raise your price on the widget. right. And so, what are you? Go, what, what are we going to stop doing? Police? Yeah. Are we going to stop doing fire protection? Are we going to stop having a jail? Just boom, ah, go ahead, you're free. Uh, we don't. We don't want to do this anymore. You, those well, there, are services. There have been some people across the country doing that. <laughs> Get out of jail free card. There are services that <laughs> I'm going to go right by. There are services yeah. that people need and want, but they don't bring in revenue. You're not making money on any of those. No. So you know, I guess, it, and, and I the question I had, well, you know, do you, why don't you just ask them, what do you want to give up? Yeah. What do you want us to stop doing? Yep. Um, so, you Some know. people may say, get rid of the commissioners. <laughs> They did that once down in Indianapolis. They tried that they? once. <laughs> was gonna Tried say. to will it down to one, but yeah. it didn't work. No. But, you know, it's it's a completely different animal. And, and Mandy, from your point of view, that the thing that I learned, it's been a long time now, but the restrictions on where the money can come from. you got a, yes. you got a lot of money here. Well, let's just throw it around. Well, no, that's earmarked for this. And the uh, state or the state has ordinances. Ordinances, yeah. which yeah. is like with the special lit. You know, we've been talking about special lit for a while, and you mentioned earlier. And it's learning what things can be used for. And sometimes it's not what we've thought, you know. and Or sometimes it's very it's, specific. Or it's how you want to interpret to it interpret. To, right. to benefit you. And I'm just thinking that yep. that's all, but that's oversight that is, I know it's a pain in the butt and you hate having, having to, but the, the county is audited every year yes. Oh yeah, by the state. Mm-hmm. And if, and I've seen it, if there is one decimal point out of place, they tear everything down and want to know where, you know, it, they want to know where every penny's going that we're getting. State Board of Accounts used to be, uh, I like the people that we have here as our auditors but you know they're they're given a task yeah exactly whether you like the outcome of the task but you know i i know several years ago when penny was other you know we'd go maybe one or two or three years in a row had no comments then that following year and then you know they are giving marching there's nobody everybody should be getting something 
there's nobody perfect out there. Yeah. So then you start getting dinged for this and dinged for that. And so it's. But it's it, because it's taxpayer money. Yeah, they want to make sure it's going where it's supposed to. Yeah. So somebody isn't buying a new house with it and charging the county for it. Well, and like Mandy said, you know, we have all these special funds. Mm-hmm. Right. That are set there by state statute. You just can't go in there and take that money. And if somebody's sitting there with $100,000 in a fund and. We want to put that on the roads. You can't take the money. You can't do that. It, it's there by state statute. Right. Well, that's that's the thing that got. I would I would sit and look at those numbers. I say, well, evidently, like special lit, you can everything. It's got to be specifically spent on that item. Yeah. Uh, I know the road. Well, <laughs> and, and that was originally when it was put in place. It was anything that was left over from. Paying the bond off went to the highway department. Right. Well, that's when we went last year and got that changed to when the bonds paid off, the money stays at the correctional facility. Sure. Because we realized with our budget that we wouldn't be able to sustain it right. through regular without having that. So sure. that's yep. why the commissioners and the council went and asked for some legislation because the, we could not sustain that coming out of the regular budget. Well, and then. That's obvious from the numbers. and But, see, that's oversight. I know there was some – how many years ago was it? You were, They had money that came from the state that was earmarked for something on roads, and locally somebody kind of uh, creatively used it someplace else and got in a lot of trouble for it. It was like a million dollars or something. I'm thinking it was just kind of southwest of us that one of the road commissioners got a little bit – um, how do I say uh, in trouble? Creative yeah. with how those funds were used, and uh, there was a, I mean, there was court action and everything else yeah. about that. So you know they don't take it lightly when no, they don't. You don't pay attention to them, yeah. Um, and at least ask questions. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. And like you said before, the council really goes line by line. I mean, we really spend a lot of time trying to use the taxpayers' dollars as best as we can and to make the most of that. We do not take any of that lightly. Yeah, I I say this all the time, and, you know, people would probably fall asleep eventually watching it, but you need to go in at least for a little while and watch the way— just can, watch the way the council goes through this budget. Go to the Marsh County website yeah. and go on live stream. You can see the commissioners yeah. and the council now. Yeah. So you, <clears throat> you really owe it to yourself to at least watch for about five or ten minutes during a budget hearing and, and see how it – because it literally is, well, do you need to have $100? Could you get by with 90 mm-hmm. I mean, it, it gets that tight towards the end of it that every penny yeah. is, is looked at. And I, I don't know how you guys have the time to do that. I mean, I'm just sitting here watching you. I don't really have the time. It it, to it takes time, it, and none. You know, we all take time, and we go, we scrutinize that budget even before we get to those meetings. Um, you know, I we spend some of us spend hours going over, comparing them to before, seeing where they've been now, seeing what they may have trying to come out of it. You know, that's why the sheriff came to us already months ago about needing the radio you know the radio councils I've done because knowing that that would have been come from so that way we know what to look for, and gives us an idea of what the budgets may be coming at us. So lots of us spend many hours, even before we get into that room, to start going through them. 
Um, and then, we, like I said, we spent, I think, eight and a half, eight, eight and a half hours the first day. And then we were back for the, a couple more the second. Yeah. And then, you know, and that was just one month. So um, none of it is taken lightly. Those yeah. budgets are scrutinized by many sets of eyes. What, what did you guys do with raises yesterday? They're in there, yeah. They're, okay. Yeah. Was it 1600 Yeah. Which, if you work 44 hours a week, figures out to 77 cents an Something hour. Like that, yeah. And right. if you work the 35 hours, it's 88, I think, or something Yeah, so like that, that was for the full-time, and then the <coughs> part-time was a little bit different, yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm glad you brought that up because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought to ask that. Yeah. Because I know that's an issue, too, especially with employees. So this year we were able to. We've, we had... Um, revenues came back and we had some room and so yes we were and we were very we were very appreciative to be able to give those to our employees because that always hasn't always that, been the case no because i think two years ago either my first year we weren't we didn't give out raises raises at all and then one year i don't think it was a what we considered a you know full raise right. in regard um you know so we do our best to make it because right. we we do value all of our county employees yeah I want to thank you for coming in. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's been uh, been an easy morning, hasn't it? Oh, I mean, it's been great. I got to right. have some good laughs and some dancing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go about this dreary day with a smile on my face the rest of the day now. You, I, learn, I, you learned something about our commissioner. Hey, you? you know, as a yeah. dancer my whole life, ah, I I go. can really appreciate that. So watching you two gentlemen, <laughs> you know, I... I, it did bring a smile to my face. Yeah. See, I trained classically. Um, so, you know, uh, that's that's where I got mine. So, anyway, th thanks for You're coming. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You too. Uh, we're going to have a, a little break here. So uh, hang on. We'll be right back. Hi. This is Pastor Tom Anders from the Plymouth Church of the Brethren. We are excited to share a new ministry available to everyone in our community called Celebrate Recovery. The purpose of Celebrate Recovery is to fellowship and celebrate God's healing power in our lives through the 12 steps and 8 recovery principles that make up this program. This experience allows people to be changed. By working and applying these biblical principles, people begin to grow spiritually and start the process of healing from their hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Come and join us every Thursday night. We begin each meeting with dinner at 6 o'clock followed by a whole group session at 6.30, and support groups begin at 7.30. Celebrate Recovery is completely free and open to all people, and child care is provided. Come experience the freedom through God's grace from the struggles in your life. At the Plymouth Church of the Brethren, located at 1130 North Michigan Street in Plymouth, Indiana. Plymouth Church of the Brethren, the church that loves Jesus and loves people. Come as you are. We will save a spot just for you. Does this sound like a normal day for you? Just hit this button and... Ha, ha, ha. No, wait, sucker. Techno fear is happening again. All the machinery is ganging up on me. Don't spend another day like this. Join us Tuesday mornings here on WTCA with Bob from Atheist Computers as they answer all your tech questions on Tech Talk. You got an IT problem? You send it to us. We'll ask them. They'll give you the answer. It's Tech Talk, 8.30, Tuesday mornings, right here on WTCA. Your hometown radio. Don't get better than that. WTCA. WTCA. FM 106.1. And AM 1050.
Get your cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Now we're going to... Now we have to look at each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Two old guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna look down at my paper here. Okay, look down at your giveaway. Yeah. Um. Thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate. Hey, it. I know you got to get going because you got yeah. you got your day job. I got my day job. To get so. to. Um. So I think am I coming back Friday? I don't know. Okay. Let me t- let me let you know. I I know you said you could. Yeah, but if you don't, if you need me, that's fine. If you okay. don't, that's fine. Um, Laura's going to do one of the next two days. I'm not sure which. So Who's keeping track uh, of all this? Uh, who do you think is keeping track of it? That's why I don't know what's that's going on. That's why you don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, that's the problem. Uh, anyway, man, thanks. Okay, thanks, Rusty. Um, we're going to take another break here because we have to, and i got to give something away. Um, we are going to give away a gift certificate uh, to the Chop House, uh, Swan Lake Resort. It is burger and fries. It's Tuesday night. That's tonight. Uh, You can get a free burger and fries on their Tuesday night burger night at the Chop House Swan Lake Resort. Uh, If you are caller number, hang on, I got to grab the the demonic dice and roll them out here. Caller, woo. Better call fast. Caller number three at 936 4096. 936 4096. Caller number three getting some uh, chop house stuff. So uh, start dialing. Hi, this is Pastor Tom Anders from the Plymouth Church of the Brethren. We are excited to share a new ministry available to everyone in our community called Celebrate Recovery. The purpose of Celebrate Recovery is to fellowship and celebrate God's healing power in our lives through the 12 steps and 8 recovery principles that make up this program. This experience allows people to be changed. By working and applying these biblical principles, people begin to grow spiritually and start the process of healing from their hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Come and join us every Thursday night. We begin each meeting with dinner at 6 o'clock, followed by a whole group session at 6.30, and support groups begin at 7.30. Celebrate Recovery is completely free and open to all people, and child care is provided. Come experience the freedom through God's grace from the struggles in your life at the Plymouth Church of the Brethren, located at 1130 North Michigan Street in Plymouth, Indiana. Plymouth Church of the Brethren, the church that loves Jesus and loves people. Come as you are. We will save a spot just for you. Does this sound like a normal day for you? Just hit this button and... Ha, ha, ha. No, wait. Sucker. Techno fear is happening again. All the machinery is ganging up on me. Don't spend another day like this. Join us Tuesday mornings here on WTCA with Bob from Atheist Computers as they answer all your tech questions on Tech Talk. You got an IT problem? You send it to us. We'll ask them. They'll give you the answer. It's Tech Talk, 8.30, Tuesday mornings, right here on WTCA. Your hometown radio. Don't get better than that. WTCA. FM 106.1. And AM 1050. Well, I was thinking what my favorite day of the week was. So I thought I'd write a song 
or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Well, it's not Taco Tuesday for Les. It's Burger Tuesday. Les Trump, our winner. Well, he's retired now. He's got to get food where he can get it. So, Les, you're going to... Have a free meal out at the uh, Chop House Burger and Fries. Thanks for playing our little game. Um, that is going to do it today. Now, I know we have guests tomorrow. Let me hit my uh, handy-dandy computer button here, and I'll tell you who is going to be in. I believe I know, but I want to make sure. Uh, Senior Expo, yes, that's what I thought. So uh, they'll be in tomorrow. Uh, we'll learn all about the Senior Expo. A lot of stuff going on there. And uh, so make sure you join us tomorrow morning. Right now, i got to hit another button, and that's this one. And tell you that every week on Friday, we have a drawing for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. And we will give that away to our lucky winner. But you have to play to win. Send us your birthdays. And we will wish you a happy birthday. You'll be eligible for that prize from Lettuzer Cafe. Also, the coffee, coffee Lodge on Friday. So make sure you get that stuff in here. We don't have any today. We got some birthdays later on in the week, but I'm sure somebody was born today. So get your birthdays in here. Now it's time for uh, anniversaries. We have one coming up. We don't have one today. If you got married in the month of October, send us the date and your names. Or if you know somebody who got, do it sneakily behind their back because at the end of the month we draw one lucky couple's name and they get 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home, which is a nice prize just for letting us say happy anniversary and the Flintstones can sing to you. That, that will be a memorable day. Now it's time for the trading post. You can buy sell trade giveaway. Four items, four days, four free. As long as you are business reading those items, guess what? We haven't got any. So get them in here. Surely there's something in your house you can sell. Think about it. A lot of stuff you can sell. So make sure that you get your items in here. You get four days for free. And, you know, it's always a good thing. Get rid of some stuff. Just go to the basement. Find something. Find anything. Bring it out. Sell it. That'd be easy. Anyway, that is going to do it for our show today. So have yourselves a great day. As we said, Senior Expo will be with us tomorrow. So make sure you tune in. That starts about 9 o'clock. And once again, have a great day.